tweet at SFM Radio and at Aldrin Simpia. It is 14 minutes now before 5 o'clock. Today we hear from a South African runner, Nontutu Gomkabi, who will travel to Vietnam this week to raise funds for disadvantaged schools in northern Natal. She is taking part in the Ultra Asia Race, which is around 160-kilometer foot race with four stages, 6,000 meters of positive elevation, and as they say, and and in self support. Okay, so Nontutu is now joining us on the line. In nine in 2020, um, rather, Mugabe made history when she became the first African woman to participate in the World Marathon Challenge, and she ran seven marathons on seven continents in seven days, all for good cause. Uh, Nontutu, I'm tired on your behalf already. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Aldrin, and greetings to you and SAFM listeners. Thank you. How do you do it? Where do you get the strength from? <laughs> <laughs> You're really asking a good question, and uh, many people do ask that. And I don't believe that I'm the most motivated person, mm-hmm. because motivation comes and goes for everyone. But uh, what I try to do is to create systems that will support my habits. Yeah. So I've got systems in place that support my habits, because to have a habit, you really have to put systems in place so that you will do it every day, not occasionally. So, so how, how okay? Take us through what your day is like preparing for one hundred and sixty kilometer foot race. Um, I start usually well in advance, at least six months in advance, and then I would start with the first two months or so being just base training, where I just make sure that I spend time on my legs, mm. and then maybe on the third to fourth month I start doing speed work. And uh, two months leading up to the race, I start to sort of mimic what the race will be about. For example, in 2021 October, when I ran Marathon Disabled, that was 250 kilometers in the Sahara Desert. So every Saturday and Sunday... In the hot was, Sahara Desert. Absolutely. And <laughs> the heat was, went up to like 56 degrees. So I would just spend time really running on sand. And thank goodness in Durban, I mean, obviously I'm in Richard's Bay, but I will drive to Durban so that I can run on this sand and, and carry the appropriate weight, which I anticipate I will carry. As yeah. you highlighted when you introduced me, these races are self-supported. You carry your food, you carry your water, you carry your sleeping material and your clothes throughout the race. Oof. <laughs> Why do you guys do this? <laughs> Why do human <laughs> beings put themselves through this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I started um, adventure running because I just love routine, but also yeah. I love the touch of adventure. I started in 2013, and I've, I mean, I've even climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, and I've always done it just for the joy of it. But in 2019, um, things changed when I met Keeping Kunzi Primary School in preparation mm. for 100 Mile Gakluf. I mean, I was just invited. I mean, when you enter the race, that was Gakluf. They asked if you want to donate. Um, because there's an organization that was feeding kids porridge. And I said, yes, I'll donate. And then after that, they said, we would like to follow you run the race. I happened on that year to be the only black female running the 100-mile Akakluf. So they requested that, look, we feed kids porridge, but we want to really feed them hope. We'd like to follow your journey, and they'll be inspired to see someone like them doing Mm. this. And I said, no problem. And after the race, they invited me to visit one of the schools they support. 
I look at the list and I saw a school in Tugutugu. It's about 40 minutes drive from which I stay. I said, oh, I will go there and play sports with the kids. When I arrived, I went, you know, my heart was shattered. I mean, over 100 learners in one classroom, there were no window panes, yeah. really were shattered, no floors, pothole after pothole. Then in 2019, when I decided to run the seven marathons on seven continents in seven days, I decided I would actually like to raise funds to build new classroom for that school. And indeed, I did raise 1.7 million that was wow. to build five new classrooms. Yeah. And this time around, what's the target? This time around, I was in, in fact, I've just finished building toilet facilities and administration block for a school in Dugutugu through running Marathon Disabled. So this time around, I would like to raise 140000 to buy school shoes for kids from Luang Village. You know, Adrian, you know the story. I've, I've listened to your show. I know your background as mm. well. You know, sometimes I am also um, someone from Luang Village, from Seleni. I do know how it feels to walk four, six kilometers to school. So school shoes for children from rural village is not just a uniform, it's beyond uniform. It's a mode of transport. It has to be good quality, durable shoe. On Saturday, I was at Nchangbo Primary School where in partnership with Hollywood Foundation, we donated 100 school shoes. Yeah. And I must say, the, the, the joy from parents, because for many families, a school shoe is competing yeah. with bread and butter. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, unfortunately, they find themselves in situations where they'll have to choose whether the child would be going to school barefoot or with um, torn shoes um, because there needs to be a decision that's taken whether we do that or otherwise we buy food because those are some of the difficult mm-hmm. choices that, that people face sometimes. You know, and, and, and as I'm listening to you and thinking about the target for, for this year, how then do you raise that money? I must be honest with you, I first double down on it. You know, when I say double down, I also make sure that I donate and lead the way. Yeah. I'm fortunate that I'm a registered psychologist and I work as a general manager of human resources at Richard Bay Court Seminar. Mm. So I invite people and say, look, I have donated X amount. Um, I'm, I was only able to buy 50 shoes, but my target is actually 300 shoes. Like last year, September, I was, again, we made history, Aldrin. I became the first person from Africa to run Ultra Bolivia Race. Mm-hmm. And in partnership with Bitvest Tank Terminal and Money Industries and the Hollywood Foundation, we were able to actually buy 300 school shoes. So how I raise money really, it is about really people like you, Arvin, who read about the story and say, how oh, we want to interview her. Yeah. Bring her on in. People call in and say, we want to donate a shoe. And bear in mind, a shoe does go a long way. Like Mother Teresa once said, If you cannot feed a thousand families, feed just one. Yeah. Um, Some incredible work that you're doing there. Um, I don't know. Um, Andisa, on my end, do you think we should pledge something? (laughs) I I think we should. Uh, I, I think I think I think I think we should uh, non um, just 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 to help you out. Okay, so from my end, um, I think I'll go for um, how much is a pair of shoes, more or less? It's two hundred and eighty from uh, Fred Footwear. It about, comes with twelve months guarantee. So that's two hundred and eighty. Let's see. Hmm. Okay, I'll go. I'll go for about. Um, let, let, I'll put down five. Thank you. Five. I'll put Thank down five, much. yeah. I'll I put down five. 
Yes. Um, so, 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 so we'll get in touch with you just after, just after the show so that we can exchange details as well and how you'll be picking up the shoes. All the best. It's on the 6th of March. My birthday is actually on the 7th of March. So um, really? on the 7th of March, when you're in your second stage, <laughs> sing happy also, birthday. Adrian, <laughs> no, absolutely. And also, Adrian, while I'm on air, if people wish to support the cause, they can reach me on 082 8342 and I hope that so many much, people will buy into this. So when I was reading, when we were prepping for the show, um, I was like, yo, I work at Chima, eh? Yo, no, no, no. Like, yo, 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 I am a race hangar. So then I got to the description of this race, though, and because this is what it says on world marathons, on world's, the world's marathons. It says, you will discover every day the Moang minority and their villages nestled in the hillsides or lost in the valleys. During the event, the group will spend the nights in traditional houses on stilts in authentic villages. Like, whew, that must be an incredible experience. Please take lots of pictures, lots of videos. And you will certainly do. And I'm glad you read that part because we we'll be sleeping in villages, in people's houses that we do not know. We'll be sleeping on the floor, all they provide is a mattress. And this time around, we are lucky because we'll be able to shower. For example, if you look at MDS, for the entire seven days, there was no shower. You carry your food, so you eat less. You finish the race, you've lost weight. Yeah. But you're doing it for a good cause, so it feels good. You feel honored to actually do this. Yeah, uh, on Twitter, um, Shengu, um, Shengu Lala, I don't know if you know him. Um, Shengulala just sent through a tweet and says that a lovely lady you have on air there, Aldrin. I've had the pleasure of running with her, so you are loved as oh, well. Thank you. Thank you so <laughs> all much. the best once again. Um, we hope to, um, if possible at all, if we can link up with you while you're doing the race, it will be incredible. It will be amazing. Thank you so much, Aldrin. Thank you. I'll try and do that, and we will catch up later. Thank you so much, and all the best. Nontutugom Kabi, um, who is a long-distance runner, and as you heard that this time around, as uh, she's taking part in the Asia Ultra Marathon, 160 kilometers by foot, um, she is trying to raise enough funds to buy at least 300 shoes. 0614-104-107. You can drop me a tweet at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 86 2032